Welcome to the new episode of Soundrise Podcast. Hello, guys. Uh, how are you feeling today? I hope everyone's okay. Hope you're all doing well. The restrictions on coronavirus are slowly letting up, and hopefully soon we'll, we will all be back to normal. But in the meantime, we can enjoy music. That's the least we can do, locked up in our homes. Hello, Alexander. How are you today? Hello, Vlada. I'm great. Uh, speaking of the coronavirus, uh, actually, the good part of it, if, if there's any good part uh, about this, is that I've recently started cycling a lot. Uh, I don't want to uh, risk, I don't want to put myself at any risk by going to and using the public uh, transportation. So, guys, if you have, if you can cycle and replace any other type of transport please do it it's not the easiest way especially considering that we haven't been um physically active for for some time because of the lockdown but it is definitely uh, a good uh, alternative nice to hear that okay so alexander today we have a rather interesting act to cover um and you chose this act for today's show so we're talking about Gnarls Barkley. So I'm curious to know what prompted you to choose these two guys. Okay, so there are two main reasons. Uh, one, um, I have, I, I had thought about uh, doing a certain hip hop or rap artist on our show. And then I just decided one day to, to pick these guys. Um, and two, the second reason is that uh, I'm a fan of Danger Mouse, uh, obviously one of the members of, uh, of this duo, uh, along with CeeLo Green. Uh, the first time that I heard about um, Danger Mouse was when I discovered the band Broken Bells. Uh, he is... Uh, one of the two founding founding members of that band. That's kind of an indie rock band, so to say. Mm -hmm. um, and I think he's a great musician and also a well-known producer. Uh, he's a multi-instrumentalist. Uh, he seems like a cool guy uh, from, from certain interviews. Um, he's received many awards so far. And he's also known for... Uh, being the producer of certain uh, big albums, such as Demon Days by Gorillaz. I'm a fan of the Gorillaz as well. Uh, he's also done some work for uh, the Black Keys and also s some other contemporary and, and modern uh, artists. Uh, I also follow him on social media. And what he does is that he updates his playlist of certain obscure acts so it kind of supports guys who are just starting, who are trying to find their place on the market. And I've already found some, some really interesting uh, musicians. So I think he, he's doing a, a very nice job. And, and, you know, he's kind of a role model when it comes to, uh, when it comes to music today. All right, that's quite a resume. Um, quite a CV there that he's got. So... Um, I was particularly curious about this because um, while I don't know much about Danger Mouse, I've heard about him, I I know that CeeLo Green is quite a controversial figure. And um, to be quite honest, I don't like him. And I went into this 
with a very bad mindset, expecting not to like anything. Not only do I find CeeLo Green to be kind of annoying as a performer, despite his vocal uh, uh, qualities, which I don't think are in question, but I just don't like the timbre of his voice. He also seems to be quite a horrible human being. Um, there was really? a controversy. Yes, there was a controversy where he raped a girl while she was asleep, while, while she was unconscious. And when asked about it, he said that it doesn't count as rape because the person in question was unconscious. So I would like to... I know that this is primarily a, a music podcast, but I would like to uh, address our listeners and ask them what they think about the fact that a lot of the musicians that we listen to tend to have uh, some kind of major stain in their past. Uh, they might have slept with minors or raped somebody or uh, done something else which is uh, morally repugnant. So. Still, we, I, I, as somebody who likes music, I'm pretty capable of separating these two. You know, you can still enjoy somebody's music and see them as a bad human being, right? And we as humans are quite complex. So even there is redemption for some people who did bad things in the past. But in this case, to me, it just seems like a very psychopathic behavior. And I have to admit that certainly influenced the way I listen to these records, even though it shouldn't have. Wow, that, that's really that's really new to me, I have to be honest. Well, yeah, something interesting. So, um, well, let's get back to music, nevertheless. So, back when the first Gnarls Barkley record came out, it was, I think, 2006, this was a major hit, especially the hit uh, Crazy. It was everywhere. It was played on every station, uh, in every club. I remember going out at that time. That song was pretty much uh, everywhere, in every single club. Everywhere I would go, I would have to endure listening to this song, which at, a, at some point really made me go crazy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but um so yeah. what what can you tell me you're you're a bit younger than me well not a bit but that that's a bit of an understatement here but you're, <laughs> you're younger than me so maybe you don't quite remember the time when this song was all the rage so you might be able to approach this record from a different fresh perspective so what are your impressions of this first record they did together yeah, uh, actually, I do remember Crazy. Um, it was back in 2006, and I uh, remember quite well that it was massive in, in, uh, back then. Um, obviously, I, I wasn't familiar with the whole album uh, back then. This is the first time that, I, that I'm actually uh, getting familiar with, with their work, but Crazy was so big. Uh, it was played on, I don't know, MTV, VH1 all the time, you know, and, you know, Crazy is also um, rewarded by Rolling Stone. Uh, they, they have said that uh, this is the song of the decade. Mm. And to, to me, 
I'm not a big, um, I'm not too much into the 2000s, but I would definitely put Crazy up there. I'm not sure if it's the number one uh, song of the of the decade, but it definitely is up there, at least when it comes to, to popularity. But the whole album for me is great, um, pr- a pleasant surprise. Uh, what I like about it is that, and this is also uh, quite... This is also quite frequent when it comes to uh, Danger Mouse and his work. It's the groove, and you know, Danger Mouse. Uh, Danger Mouse obviously likes his song to be bassy, you know, with the drums mm-hmm. who, that are punching through the song. So, a lot of a lot of nice tracks. Um, I have to say that. Even though this is this is not, I mean, both albums are not that long. I mean, they they are like forty minutes long. Um, y- you just need some time to to get used to it because there are a lot of tracks here. You know, on Saint on Saint elsewhere you have fourteen tracks and they do not really sound uh, alike. So you have a lot of worlds blend into this, and this is something that they have also said about about their work. They are kind of shapeless. They don't really fit any box. Um, so that's a plus, if you ask me. Uh, the album cover is brilliant. I love it. Um, and yes, I mean, really something that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of rap music or hip hop or, or anything like that. But, but, but this, is this hip hop? I mean, it has elements of hip hop, but I wouldn't call this rap or hip hop because it's more like some kind of neo-funk soul at least in my opinion if i had to label it i don't like labeling music but if i had to i would call it something like neo-soul or neo-funk yeah what i wanted to say is that uh, this let's say this amount of hip-hop suits my taste you know so that's that's what i like about it overall the musicianship is great the producing so yeah pretty um, pretty positive impressions from from my side. What about you? Well, to be fair, I can't say I really enjoy this much. Um, and again, I'm, I might have had a negative mindset going into this, but I really try to uh, appreciate it for what it is. I just don't like his voice. Um, and even worse is that to me, actually, this all sounds kind of repetitive. It all blends together. Yeah, certain songs are different, but... I don't know, maybe I need to give it more listens, to be honest with you, but um, that's the negatives for me. I, I just Now, if you ask me, I only remember these major tunes like Crazy and Gone, Daddy Gone. They're already heard millions of times. Uh, the other songs are kind of all blank, I have to admit. So perhaps I need to give more attention to this album. But I'm not sure that might change much in terms of what I think about it. The good things... And um, what I think is really good is sometimes I really admire the production. Sometimes it sounds a bit overproduced, uh, but at times you hear very nice bass lines, very cool drum sounds that I can appreciate, you know, that, that I feel show that Danger Mouse as a producer is excellent. Like, but, but the material itself to me is where this record is lacking. I just... I just can't get into it. It's it's just as it is. Um, still, another positive is that as a mainstream pop record, that this 
inevitably seems to be this is quite different than what you would expect from such record it has its own merits it has its own sound so i can tell and and you share that impressive resume with us uh, the danger mouse has and you can tell that he's quite quite an expert when it comes to producing when it comes to i don't know he's probably a great musician as well um does he play yeah, all yeah. the instruments here or uh, I, I'm not sure about this record, but when it comes to uh, the band Broken Bells, which I also like, uh, he mm -hmm. tends to play the drums, the bass, uh, the piano. Mm -hmm. So yeah. basically, he he has a lot of his uh, in his arsenal. So I so wouldn't a, be surprised if he was uh, the instrumentalist here. So a talented individual, that's obvious. But the music just doesn't click with me. And CeeLo Green, I, I don't know. I just can't. Sorry, that timber, that voice just puts me off endlessly um also the melodies yeah, that's interesting feel, yeah um, the melodies i feel are not very strong crazy has a strong melody but after a while it gets worn out um gone daddy gone is kind of a, it was a huge dance hit you know and rightfully so i think it has a good beat but to me it's not the kind of music i would spend a lot of time with it's, it's re really interesting because uh, I quite like CeeLo Green's voice and uh, Crazy, uh, well, the bass is the face of this of this track, if you ask me. The bass is the face, <laughs> so to say. Yeah, I have to say, I really appreciate bass playing on both of these records. Uh, bass lines are off awesome, like just awesome. And uh, again, it's just the, on the whole, I just don't really feel this is my thing yeah i guess it, it really boils down to to your to your taste but for me um it's really crazy to to think that this was released like 14 years ago i mean i think well it's not um, it's not as popular as it used to be but i still think that you know it's one of the biggest uh one of the biggest hits of the 21st century so far. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. The, there's no doubt about it. Crazy is a major hit. It's a song that you can probably still hear in commercials or God knows where. You know, like if you open your fridge, it might pop out. So, but overall, um, to me, this is kind of, this album is kind of a, a remnant of its time. It's the kind of music that takes you back, you know, maybe on a nostalgic trip if you were a young person at that time, like I was going out and hearing these songs all the time. So, but, but musically speaking, I feel like this is not the most challenging music. Maybe it's not meant to be. I'm not sure what Danger Mouse's uh, intentions were, but overall speaking, I think this this album is mainly made as a good catchy pop record that that's what he had in, in mind in, in my opinion but i just don't feel it yeah probably um you know i don't feel like this is an album that's you know um and that's kind of a masterpiece uh, 
you know, music-wise. This is your everyday music, and I also appreciate, you know, bands that you use for your every every kind of mood that you, you don't really pay too much attention to the music. You just enjoy it. You just enjoy the, the overall output and the group. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's the thing. Like this can be your thing if you really enjoy these grooves. It's a very it's a very groovy music. Has a lot of different beats, um, but it, it all depends. I don't know. I mean, uh, our I listeners. Like quick, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go on, please. Okay, I just wanted to quickly share a fun fact about Danger Mouse. Um, he uh, allegedly bases his mu music production uh, philosophy on the cinema and on the cinema cinematic uh, philosophy. Uh, he's a big fan of Woody Allen. And uh, what he says, what he said in, in an interview um, with, with the New York Times magazine, is quote musically there is no one who has the career i want and that's why i have to use film directors as a model oh that sounds a bit pretentious if you ask me like i don't know does it? i don't i does i don't know it sounds like he talked out of his ass so i don't know <laughs> okay uh okay so alexander what is your favorite track on this record not an easy choice, I have to be honest. Uh, apart from the obvious songs, Crazy and Gone, Gone Daddy Gone, uh, I love both of those, but I will uh, pick Storm Coming instead. All right. Uh, for me, it's extremely difficult to choose because I didn't really like the record. <laughs> um, maybe Gone Daddy Gone, even though it kind of drives me insane when I hear it. So let's just say Gone Daddy Gone. So, uh, dear listeners, we will uh, post the links to these songs below our uh, either YouTube post or our other posts. So if you're curious about it, check it out on your Spotify or on your, your, on your Deezer, whatever works for you. Um, so let's move on to the next record. And but shall we do the ratings instead before? Oh, we... the ratings, right? Sorry. I know you're a bit hesitant, but you know, let's let's just the, the ratings. Okay, so my rating for this record is. I'm so afraid. I of don't want to be brutal, but I would say it's four out of ten. <laughs> okay, that's even. Uh, I would say that's even generous, but I had to give it at least four because I really appreciate the work that went into it and some of the sounds. So definitely four out of 10. How about you? <laughs> Completely opposite. I will say um, an eight, eight out of 10 for me. Ooh, okay, eight. All right, so we definitely, dear listeners, as you see, we definitely don't really agree on all the things here and that's how we like it, okay. So let's move on to the next record and the last one. Um, Alexander, do you know why they disbanded? Why do they only have two records? Actually, they are currently inactive. And CeeLo Green told in an interview a few years ago, I think it was in 2017 uh, or, I don't know, 2018, somewhere at, at that time, 
uh, he said then that uh, they are actually working on the third album, but uh, you know nothing happened after that. So I think they are currently inactive, but uh, they are not definitely split. So uh, yeah, they only have two records and two EPs. So I- I'm uh, you know I'm basically asking the same question because I think uh, with both of these records they have done a decent job so far, and uh, I think they are still friends so to say so mm-hmm. i would definitely expect another record to come uh, in the recent future all right so let's check this one out the odd couple uh okay so i have to say now after being so harsh that to me this record does sound like an improvement uh, because i feel like the arrangements are better bass lines a bit of organ i like the keyboard work i like this stuff sometimes uh, i still don't feel very strongly about it i feel like it's a continuation of the first album in many ways but still i would say overall an improvement but more of the same what's your take on it um I wouldn't say it's an upgrade, but I definitely think that this album shouldn't be overshadowed by the by the previous one. You know, the previous album has been praised a lot, but uh, this this might be even a bit underrated. Uh, I think it features a lot of good tracks. Um, still, it, it's the same. You know, the same thing that goes. Um, through through their work is that the albums are not actually that long, but they feature a lot of tracks. So this one has 13 tracks. Uh, again, uh, I'm going to repeat myself. Uh, I think everybody needs some time to uh, get the whole impression uh, about this album. But definitely a nice album for me. Uh, the groove is still on. Uh, and you just mentioned, you know, the, the additional stuff that, that stand out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, like this album kind of felt better, but um, I think that uh, there's something again, that bothers I, you here. Hmm? Is there something that bothers you here? I mean, the same thing that bothers me about the first record. It's kind of like it. Now I'm trying to think about the songs individually and. It, it, nothing really stands out. I remember hearing like some parts, like a really nice uh, organ part or a really cool groove or drum sound, drum lick, something like that. But I can't remember individual songs. And like, I don't know if it, if I just wasn't focused enough or merely not into it enough. So um, I would... might be both, to be honest, because I was quite focused. But it's still, uh, and I've listened to this a couple of times. Uh, it's still a bit difficult to to memorize all the all the stuff about about these records. Just I feel like these records are remnants of their time when they were made, and that there's not much to discover here. It's like uh, I don't think they're really of interest to anyone who really wants to dig deep and find some cool music in all decades, in all eras, like there's so much great music out there. But I might be wrong, of course, because this is just my very subject, 
subjective point of view, and I, I urge our listeners not to take this too seriously, that they should check it out for themselves, uh, play a song or two, especially if they like the well-known hits and they never actually bother to check out the rest. Then I think if you like the hits, you might really enjoy these two records because it's kind of more of the same thing. But if you if you didn't really fall for the hits, uh, it might be really, really difficult to get into this. You've just touched on the era and the time of, of these records. I would like to know from our listeners, um, do they think that these records are kind of out of date? I mean, is, is their time past, you know, mm-hmm. in, in that sense? Mm-hmm. Is, was it meant to, to be big, you know, in the 2006, 2007, and then just fade away? Because I, I don't feel that way because I like these records, but uh, obviously they were meant to be mainstream. I'm, I'm not sure there is something authentic about this. And I, I certainly think that these records are this mainstream uh, stuff is more authentic than what we hear today. But I'm not sure if they were meant to be you know, something that changes the whole generation or influences yeah, yeah. the music world big time, you know. So I have I w- to, I w- mm-hmm. yeah. have to yeah, agree with you on that, yeah. It's just, um, I, I think they're definitely valuable in terms of production. I think that some of the sounds really st- still hold their own. I mean, this wasn't so long ago. But to me, what I find to be very transient about this music is that it doesn't really stick. It seems like it's designed for a certain environment, certain moment in time. And um, like you had to be there to experience it. That's like my take on it. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So... um... What were your, <laughs> I'm not sure if, if you can give me an answer to this question, but is there any track that you would like to uh, single out here? I think I was thinking hard about this. So I think Blind Mary is a nice track. It has some nice moments, instrumentally speaking. But also I would say some other tracks have them too. The problem is, again, that I remember some moments from the tracks, but I don't remember which track these moments belong to because it's like all the all this cool stuff is going on in the background but the songs themselves are not so interesting so yeah that's what i would say how about you uh for me plenty of good tracks again not an easy not an easy decision to make but uh, i think the song that um that you know was Kind of uh, the the best on this on this uh, record was whatever uh, because mm-hmm. I like both the musicianship and the lyrics. Uh, you know, these li- li- lyrics. <laughs> sorry, these lyrics are pretty easy to understand. You know, uh, but uh, sometimes you can find some lyrics to be very interesting, and uh, they pretty much fit the music so that's important for me um, with these records uh, before we do the ratings um, I would like to ask you even though we're only talking about two records 
But uh, what did you think of the album artwork here? Oh, the the artwork is kind of cool. I think uh, for both records, uh, I kind of like it. Um, yeah, I like this one. I, I wouldn't say it's something amazing, or but I think it's kind of fitting. It fits the music. It fits the atmosphere of, of the music. So, in that sense, they give you a good idea of what you can find inside. So that's good. Um, so yeah, how uh, how about you? What do you think about these album covers here? Pretty impressive. Uh, really like the cartoonish vibe, and mm -hmm. uh, it does remind me a bit. Even though I was quite young uh, in that period, it does remind me of the two thousands. Um, does do these records feel you know give you that nostalgic feeling? A bit. Uh, maybe not as much as some other hits from the time, but I, I guess a bit, yes, a bit. They re they remind me of some uh, nights out and stuff like that, for better or worse. Still, I I think this artist, uh, these artists are not my cup of tea, and uh, I I can still appreciate the production, though, as I said numerous times today. So, my rating for this Here would be 4.5. So, this is a slight improvement. So, I'll so give generous. it 4.5. Um, and how about you? Is it like a 10 or something? <laughs> I think you were quite generous to give it a 0.5 uh, over Saint Elsewhere. Uh, for me, a 7.5. I think Ooh. the previous record was uh, slightly better. I, uh, you know, the main reason is um, that the previous record had more tracks that I liked, but generally they are pretty much similar in this in the sense of, let's say, quality. Um, so yeah, seven point five. Uh, again, I would single out whatever. Uh, you would single out uh, Bloody Mary, so dear listeners, if you would like to hear these uh, tracks after hearing uh, Vlada's rant, uh, please click on the links uh, below in the description. Yes, and okay, before we wrap up today's show, I would like to give a huge shout out to our Patreons, Stephanie, David, Asha, Janko and Andriana. Uh, your support is invaluable to us and also the rest of you listeners thank you so much for listening and we urge you to leave feedback to let us know what you thought about our comments maybe uh, give us your own insight about these bands because I'm sure that some of you might be more knowledgeable about some of these acts as well um, also uh, for our Patreons, we have a special treat, starting with next episode. From time to time, we will cover artists on your behest. So next episode, we will cover an artist requested by our dear Patreon, Stephanie. And uh, I'm very happy about her choice. We won't uh, reveal it yet. So keep track uh, of our page, keep up with the updates. And you might get a nice little hint about who we're speaking about. Alexander, exactly. any, any last words? I would just like to latch on um, the Patreon thing. So 
guys, if you like our show, if you would like to support us, feel free to become our patrons. Uh, as Vlada just said, um, you'll be able to suggest your own artists. So if you have anyone that uh, you would like to be featured in our show, feel free to become our Patreon and message us about your about your wish. I would also like to add that we are on Instagram and Facebook. So uh, for all the latest updates and uh, all the other things surrounding our show, uh, follow us on Instagram. It's at SoundRisePod. Uh, the link will be uh, featured in the description, of course. Uh, and on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash SoundRisePod. So thanks a lot for listening to us. If you agree or disagree, please let us know. Uh, what do you think about Narles Barkley? Um, what do you think about the fact that many musicians... Uh, you know, off the scenes and um, outside the music world have done some not so good things. Does that affect your opinion? Um, and yeah, that's 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 it for now. And we'll see you then in the next episode. Yes, thank you for listening and see you in a week.